Well, everybody, look who we have here. The face, or I should say the voice of Huranji. Uh -huh. It is And Nick. the lack of face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, know. I know, right? Nick, how are you, mate? Great to have you on the show. Doing well, Dan. It's uh, it's weird to, to see you move and interact with me and all of this stuff after seeing your videos. So thanks for having me on. <laughs> Thank you, man. Um, how's it all been? I mean, this is, I know you've worked on Squid Game and countless other projects, but to come on to a game like Call of Duty, which I know you're probably similar age to me, where you started uh, back in COD 4, World of War, and now all these years later, you're in the game. How does it feel, mate? It's so weird. Yeah, COD 4 was the first COD game I played. Uh, World of War followed shortly afterwards. And uh, um, I don't know if you had told little me that uh, I'd be in the game in some contributing capacity. I don't think I would have believed you. That's that's wild. But um, yeah, uh, no, it's 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 incredibly strange. Uh, my agent <laughs> reached out to me back in April and uh, the audition sites didn't even specify what the project was for. It was just some unnamed triple-A first-person shooter title. And so, you know, being the fan of the genre that I am, I went through and did my own research and tried to deduce what it was. And over the next couple of weeks, figured out that it was either Rainbow Six or Call of Duty. And so mm. went from there and it, it's been a blast ever since. Now, you're a bit of a game, I think. I don't know if people know this. You're a bit of a game yourself. You're currently playing God of War. How are you finding it? Uh, I'm. It's incredible. I'm about 10 hours into it. Mm. Um I had played a handful of the Greek saga games before that, and then oh, yeah. jumping into 2018, uh, I don't know. I just it, it was like an elevation of the material. It was it was so cool, and so I don't know why I put it off for so long. So you're a real guy. You do you jump into a lot of AAA stuff, or when you uh, get a chance? Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, before that, I had just beat uh, Ghost of Tsushima, uh, which is another game. Unfortunately, I'd put off for a while just because I was busy, but. You know, I happened to be at the recording studio one day and uh, you've had him on the show, Daisuke Suji. I ran into him, the lead, and I fangirled immediately. He, he had an ass <laughs> and everything, and he comes into the studio, and I was like, that's Jin Sakai. I recognize him. And so. <laughs> what did he say? Him. What did he say? What did he say? I mean, look, he's fans are, he meets fans all the time. And so he was like, yeah, I played the game myself. And yeah, yeah. we talked for a good 10 minutes about the game. and and all of that and uh, he was like well nick have you been in any games and i said well i was a uh, uh, this is like a secret it's not out yet but i was in the i'm in the new call of duty and he was like i'm in that one too <laughs> and so we we're like oh we're in the same game together maybe i'll see you at the rap party or something <laughs> yeah he plays uh he's the voice of oni yeah the yeah that's right yeah, yeah that's yeah. the exclusive playstation is it an exclusive playstation operator yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. wow there you go man how crazy. So you played Ghost of Tsushima and now I'm guessing you've played through Modern Warfare 2 and Warzone and DMZ and dabbled. Yeah, I played it probably three, four nights a week, uh, Warzone and DMZ with my buddies. And I annoy them by doing the voice on uh, on proximity chat and uh, and messing with people. And so, yeah, it's fun. Oh, dude. Have you had any funny stories with that? Do they ever recognize I or is it is it too early? No, I've had a bunch. I've, uh, I clip it anytime something funny happens and then... Uh, I'm planning to put out a supercut at some point. But oh, nice. I'm fairly new at having a, a public social media presence. And so I'm figuring it out as I go. And yeah, at some point in the near future, I will release like a supercut of all the ridiculous shenanigans we've gotten into online. That's a great idea. That will do very well. Well, one of the dumb jokes that I like to do is uh, 
I like to ping something and make my guy talk. And then I like to repeat the line exactly as I said it over comms. <laughs> and so you hear it twice and people go, wait, that didn't come from the game. That came from the chat. <laughs> and then people think I'm doing a soundboard. And I'm That's <laughs> great. Yeah. That's what I thought. You'd run into people thinking it's a soundboard. That's no, the problem. Soundboard all, yeah. all the time. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's I say like their big... username or something like that. And, you know, I say yes. their Activision ID and then they freak out. And so. Yeah, that's amazing, man. That must be so surreal because you've it, played those surreal, games. Yeah. And, yeah. So talk to me how, how the role came about and how you developed the voice, how everything sort of worked. So I think I told you it was a, a bit of a secret project. I go into yep. the studio and I knew what it was, but... um. I go in and the director goes, do you know what it is or do you not? And I said, it, it's Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. And he was like, all right, we sp just spill the beans already. And everybody fessed up that, that it was Modern Warfare 2. And uh, I, I'm glad we broke that ice because I got to have a real chat with the writers about uh, you know what it is to work at Infinity Ward and what it is to work on this game and the franchise and all of that. And so breaking that ice, I think, contributed to my ability to you know, lend all of me and my my gamer experience to that character. Uh, coming up with a voice. Um, so Horangi in Korean means uh, tiger. And so I started with that character by, you know, tigers in Korean, uh, in Korean culture are a huge part of the mythology and, and you know, the folklore. And so uh, I wanted to, to sort of create a voice that represented that of a tiger so there's a growl in his voice you know the the way i hunch over in the booth and sort of uh, uh you know even whisper into the mic for the stealthier sort of lines it's all sort of with a tiger in mind how did, did your voice get blown out at all while you were doing it or because yeah. <laughs> i've spoken to a few of the operators now and they yeah. they they've a lot of them said you gotta do it from your belly not from your throat i don't know oh, if yeah yeah too, absolutely yeah so how did yeah, you it's physically exhausting when you scream for four hours at a time over the course <laughs> of several days um it's exhausting you uh you you feel hungry afterwards uh, you yeah. have you have to eat or something um after my second session or so i felt lightheaded and uh you know i was able to drive home but after i got home i, I pretty much collapsed and passed out then the next morning i found out i had covid <laughs> oh shit really yeah. oh no Oh, I had, so, I, I've had COVID three times, so I know what it's oh, like. Oh, wow. That's terrible. <laughs> was it the same each time or, you know? No, I, was saying, I had it last week and it was all right. It wasn't too bad, but um, mm -hmm. it's slowly getting easier randomly. But um, huh. yeah, so with, so I noticed that there's a little bit of a Squid Game Easter egg as well. How did that get in? Because I, I, I don't know. That's insane. When we recorded this character, yeah, when we recorded this character, he did not have a design. In fact, every time I went in, I would ask to see the design and they didn't have one. <laughs> like, like a kid in a candy store. Yeah. No, it's not done. <laughs> but I don't know. I, I don't know if my insistence uh, inspired them to create an Easter egg revolving around my resume or if it was just a coincidence because the two are Korean. I'm not sure. I never got a straight answer and I never got to ask the writers uh, or I think or it's you, else. man. That's too much towards you. I feel like it's, uh, it's, it's cool either way. I'll take yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. And I noticed that the actual design of him is, is similar to the box art of, I think it was Modern Warfare 2. It yeah, looks yeah, very yeah. similar. And that's a yeah, sick, that was, sick box that art. That was my well. favorite part about him. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's amazing, man. I've got plenty of uh, fan questions here, which I know you've probably seen a few of them as well. I put it on my community. I've seen a couple, yeah. Um, some of them not questions. They're, <laughs> for example, 
Sussy man here says, you're the best operator. Oh, um, thank you, Sussy man. <laughs> what's your favorite line and why? This is coming from a Huranji Main. That's from uh-huh. El Grand Mile 121. Favorite line? My favorite line. Um, there was one. I don't know if it made the game. You know, I play all the time and I hear new lines I've never heard before just yeah. because we recorded thousands of them. And so um, there was one I, I've still not heard yet, but I remember coming up with uh, they had a, a kind of a filler line that we recorded for escaping the gulag in Warzone. And it was something like, uh, whoa, glad I escaped the gulag or something like that. It was a very boilerplate. And uh, I suggested a rewrite for it. Oh, and I really? Said, How about fuck that place as he escapes the gulag? <laughs> and they, they took it. Yeah, they were like, that's great. Yeah, let's do like three more of those. And so, I haven't heard I that one yet. But... Somewhere in the game files, somewhere. I don't you know, know why you might not have heard that because you never escaped the gulag. <laughs> no, yeah. no, I'm either kidding. kidding. No, I'll have to look out for that one. Yeah, I mean, there's because there's also DMZ, uh, DMZ, Spec Ops, Warzone, uh, multiplayer. You know, you, yeah. if you activate Dead Silence, you got a line for that, or throw a grenade. Like, there's so many lines that people just don't really. They don't realize how many they really are. <laughs> and I haven't gotten the chance yet to run around and just ping every single game object that's in the game. So well, I'll get it eventually. Yeah, of course. Yeah, because if you ping, I'll have to try that as well. I, look, I want to make a video on all the voice lines of the operators, but I do also want to have a live because that's going to yeah. take a lot People have done it in the past though. Like, I know, I know. To rip those lines and do it, so... Yeah, it's amazing. Um, retro here. How do you have so much swag? How do I? The character or me, the actor? Well, but we'll say both. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. No comment. If you think I have swag, then that's used to. Ah, shit. Um, you are my favorite operator in the game, without a doubt. That's from Sammy Boy. A lot of those. Uh, and it's it must be heartwarming to see so many people say that uh, they're maining your character and they love your performance, especially Korean people as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I get DMs and comments and new follows from people in Korea who message me in Korean. It's it's very cool, yeah. You're, you're fluent, I'm guessing? Uh, we're getting there. I'm, I'm working towards a level of fluency I'm happy with, but I, I grew up speaking the language and so uh, definitely conversational fluency. But you're not, you're still not 100%, you don't think? Yeah, okay. No, yeah, I wouldn't be confident walking into a boardroom and giving a <laughs> I wouldn't be confident with English doing that, so don't <laughs> worry. <laughs> uh, Putu Tunuk, uh, are you a gambler? If so, how much do you lose? Is that a line in the game? Or is no, that just a random a, question? No, he's referencing the fact that the the character's backstory, if you read about it in the of game. Course, yes, of course, yes, yes. Yeah, so he's a, yes. They didn't tell you that, though, when you were doing the lines, did they? No, they didn't. Um, yeah. We had inklings about what the character's backstory would be, but they were sort of floating between three or four different ones. Uh, oh, the okay. leading one at the time was that he was a North Korean defector who had crossed the border as a child, was an orphan, and then was kind of like a, a recluse in society and didn't show his face. So that was the leading one that we got when we were recording. Um, I guess they changed it at some point. I don't know if they didn't want to offend North Korea or what it was, but yeah, they changed it at some point. But I knew the entire time that this would be some guy who had problems within society 
that would require him to sort of go back and become a part of nature and uh, sort of respect the beast inside of him. And that's where Horangi and the tiger and all of that came from. Are you like that yourself or are you completely no. opposite? <laughs> no, I hate, cam- I hate camping. I don't like hiking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not at all. No, I just was just inspired by characters like the Wolverine or, you know, yeah. long, long history of this in gaming with the Master Chief or, uh, yeah. you know, Todd's own ghost, just characters who are sort of silent and sort of withdrawn from everybody else and don't show their face. Do you think we'll ever see his face down the line with a, a certain skins or? Um, I doubt it only because it's written into his character that he doesn't show his face. But I mean, I volunteered my likeness probably twice while we were working on it. I said, you know, <laughs> if, he, if he does show his face, I'm, 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 I'm available. I'm <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. Maybe we'll see. I've noticed that they do get um, different face models. A lot of the actors are—they're not—they don't share the likeness. Besides, yeah. the campaign characters. Interestingly, yeah. I don't know why they do that, but that's just something they I'm do. I'm going to guess the the main reason for that is just because they scan everybody at Infinity Ward in LA, and a lot of the voice actors are international in different countries. That's my guess, but maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, right. Most challenging part of the process, Nick. Uh, having COVID? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree. Most challenging part, I don't know, just uh, probably screaming and uh, delivering all of the lines with the level of consistency that you uh, want to have is in a COD game. So, Yeah. Uh, have you bought the Warfighter skin, Nick? Yes, it's the one I made. Oh, okay. I think it's the best, I think it's the best skin of his in the game. Yeah, I think it's the best skin in the game, maybe. And oh, it's really? also very camouflage the nice black, you can sort of hide in the shadows a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? I call him Korean Darth Vader. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So overall, very gratifying um, sort of opportunity, this, with Call of Duty. Uh-huh. Now, what about Squid Game? Talk to me about how that came about because that show, that was my favorite show of, was of it? Last 20, year? Last year, was it? Yeah. Yeah, 2021. Yep. I just I binged it all, and I think in a in a weekend with my brother, I loved it. I was a bit late to it. I didn't actually catch it in English. I believe you're a character. You're the squared manager, mask manager in English, right? That's your role. That's right. I actually watched it in the original, but um, talk to me about that experience for you. It was only a couple of days, right? Yeah, I only worked on it for about two days, um, mm-hmm. just a couple hours each day. Um, yeah, it was the English voice of the Square Mask Manager. And so um, the show was already completed and edited. Most of the visual effects were done. And so I saw a mostly complete cut of my parts when I went in to record. I, I didn't even have to audition for it. I was called in by a, a director I had worked with before on a smaller Korean show. Okay. And so went in for that. Um, all I knew was that this was a show, a Korean show about adults who play children's games and die. That was the that that was the summary I was given, and I was like, oh, "This doesn't sound very good, but all right, I'm getting paid. It's fine." <laughs> and then all of the lines I had, you know, I wore a mask, and so I didn't have to lip sync or anything. It just gave yeah. them to me. And there, yeah. there are lines like, every, "Every person standing in this room is living on the brink of financial ruin," and you just say lines like that over and over again, and read the rules of the games, and then you're done. Uh, so I thought nothing of it. I didn't think the I didn't think the show would blow up like it did, and when it did, I was as surprised as everybody else at how good it was. So yeah, I, I binged it all in, in a weekend. 
And you watched it in English or native? No, I watched it in Korean. <laughs> I watched my parts in English, but I watched everything else in Korean. I had a feeling you would, man. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> I cool. tend to watch everything. If I work on a dub, I tend to watch it all in, in Korean, just because I can understand it and uh, uh, appreciate the intentionality of the original. So, Even, Well, so do I, and I, I, with subtitles, obviously. But I just, yeah. It's... um. But then again, I have watched dubs that have been brilliant as well. So it just, I guess it just depends on the actors and the project. And, you know, yeah, if you watch like anime, I, I, I can only watch Cowboy Bebop or Dragon Ball Z in, in English. I can't watch that. In Japanese. Yeah, exactly. I watch Dragon Ball in English. Yeah, as well. Yeah. yeah. I, I couldn't even tell. Yeah. Goku in another. Yeah, exactly. I well, he's, played by a, he's played by a woman. So. Yeah. Um, so talk to me about uh, your background in, in terms of how you actually when you wanted to become an actor because talk to me how is is this something you always wanted to do or is it something you fell into um i think i was more interested in the fine arts when i was younger fine arts music um after that filmmaking and then uh in my teens when i was in high school i i sort of started to fall in love with acting because uh, you know, I come from a, a small town on the East Coast where not a lot of people had Hollywood aspirations or, you know, a, any interest in the entertainment space. And so, uh, you know, my close friends and I had to star in all of our own short films and little videos and things we were making and adding our own visual effects to. And so that's how I got involved as an actor. Um, yeah, I didn't, I didn't, yeah, that's how I got started. I didn't do theater in high school or anything like that. And so... Yeah, right. So, and now this is this is all you want to do. You want to jump into like motion capture and on-screen acting or do you do audio books? I was what primarily an on-camera actor before the pandemic. It's just that uh, when everything sort of went into lockdown, mm. I pivoted gears and uh, I had always wanted to do uh, voice acting. Uh, you know, I had demo reels prepped and ready to go and was always fascinated by games and animation. And so I was ready for both. It's just that when the pandemic uh, forced everything to make the flip, I, I went all in on on voice acting, and uh, yeah, it's uh, it's it's been a ride. So yeah, I've been able to do some some promos, commercial work, dubbing, uh, some games, um, and then yeah, doing my second audiobook now. So nice, congrats, man, and more games. I he I hear as more well. games, yeah, and then slowly moving back into the live action space as the the new year rolls around. So yeah. beautiful. And what sort of dream project? would be you know would it be in a nolan film would it be a recurring tv spot if you could just pluck one out of the air oh man be... <laughs> i'm just manifesting this here on the dan allen we're manifesting it man yeah. <laughs> um i would love to play a villain at some point um, Ooh. man a nolan film would be crazy uh i'd probably love to be in a david fincher movie too but i hear he does uh, hundreds of takes and so I don't know if I want to manifest that one right now. Um, depends how much time you have. <laughs> depends on how much time I have. But yeah, no, I'd, I'd love to play a villain at some point. A villain, like a like a Joker, or more ground, uh, like a grounded villain. More like a grounded villain. You know, okay. In that space of the Giancarlo Esposito. Oh villain. yeah, what an actor. Yeah. yeah. Right. And then I have the same voiceover agent, so hopefully I see him at a Christmas party at some point. Do you now? Yeah. Wow. That's amazing, man. Um, is there anything you wanted to say to the COD fans while you're here? Anything um, that you wanted to convey? Um, 
you know, for as much flack as the COD community gets for for being toxic or whatever, uh, I've gotten nothing but love, and I appreciate all the horangi love you've sent towards me and continue to send towards me. And so, uh, thanks for playing the game, and to all my horangi mains, you are awesome. <laughs> also, I got a funny, I got a funny question for you. I want to know. I've asked most of the operators this one. Now, as you know, you've played Warzone One, haven't you? Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. So they added in characters like you know Rambo, Terminator. Who's your? Who are you going to pick? Who's bringing into Modern Warfare Two? Who's going to be your duo partner? What celebrity? What fictional character? Would you bring uh, in? Kim Kim Kardashian? <laughs> <laughs> Is she gonna have like a wider hitbox and everything too? Down oh my know. god, that, <laughs> that would be crazy. I don't know if that would no, happen. Right, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's a fun Kim one. Kardashian. I feel like Fortnite's gotten a hold of all of the the best crossovers in in the space, and so I mean they got like Kratos, they have Goku, Spider Man. Dude, know, they, they got a, everyone, man. Yeah, they got everyone. They're like, they're almost like Lego, where Lego just yeah. give me an IP and we'll do something yeah, yeah, well, yeah. or pop vinyls, you know, everyone yeah, yeah, yeah. gets it's involved. Like real, it's Ready Player <laughs> One or something. <laughs> yeah. So Kim Kardashian's your final answer. You sure you want to Kim go Kardashian, with that one? I guess. I can't think of a better one right now. So oh, yeah, G sure. Giancarlo. What about Giancarlo Esposito from oh, Far Cry Six? That would be incredible. Yeah. Having Giancarlo as my, as my duos partner. Wow. That'd be amazing. <laughs> Oh, thank you, Matt. Is there any um, anything else you want to plug, brother? Um, no, I think we're good. I can't talk about any of my upcoming projects, and so <laughs> I'll have you back when you're in those big AAA games in the next uh, few years. Sounds good. <laughs> I really appreciate your time, man. Have a great uh -huh. day. We'll talk soon, man. Take care. All right.